0: your scrunchie by the way
1: Julia was just complimenting my scrunchie as I hit record (laughs) I don't know if we caught it or not but like you know (laughs) thank you
0: quality (laughs) content that people want
1: oh yeah they want to know they
0: want to know your great scrunchie style
1: I wear scrunchies um (laughs) okay this is a thing an anecdote that I've been talking about IRL but I don't know if I've put it on the show yet and this is actually kind of good for you considering like so this is Julia Sarah Stone star of come true which is a fantasia festival what tonight or was it t- this weekend uh, or- no it's you
0: know? it's on the 30th
1: okay so we got we got it yeah we got whatever day mm-hmm. it is it's in the future um, <laughs>
0: <laughs> coming up soon yeah
1: it's coming up and it's to a uh,
0: laptop screen near you <laughs>
1: Oh yeah, coming to, coming to an iPhone, or yeah. maybe if you have a television, or a projector if you're really, really lucky somewhere. Mm, but I
0: wish I had one of those.
1: It's, it's great, and it's, it's a good movie to watch. on. I watched it on a, I have a projector at home, I watched it on a projector, but it's honestly, it's also a really good movie to watch, like lying in bed on a laptop. Not that I really want anyone to watch a movie lying in bed on a laptop, but if you're gonna ruin the <laughs> cinematic experience, like this is the kind of movie to sit in like a shitty studio apartment in a twin bed and and be terrified by
0: yes definitely and also uh not i i ideally not when you're lying in bed right about to go to sleep probably no i
1: mean i think that's perfect yeah and dream about it you know and and yeah
0: exactly (laughs) if you want to if you want to have the most terrifying strange sleep of your night that's the way to go yeah,
1: it'll do it. Okay, wait. So before we get into the film, this was this is an anecdote about the scrunchies that I haven't really talked about that Okay. So I wear scrunchies forever. I've been wearing them for many years and mm-hmm. I they're not new for me. And I have never had an elastic break on a scrunchie. Like mm. I don't know why. Just never. Yeah. Until this year. Now really? All of them are... And I, I don't mean like, oh, it's happening here and there. I mean, it went from none of my scrunchie elastics broke to all of them are breaking. And I think that it's something cosmic. I don't think there's like a reason Whoa. for it. I think it's like, it's like something like I'm... I'm Well, actually, I was, I'm not going to give away anything from the movie. But like, <laughs> there's, you know, something evil at work. I don't Whoa. know. Oh,
0: is it, is it just a specific brand or is it no, like no, I'm
1: all of them that's what i'm saying oh,
0: that's that's so wow weird.
1: i don't know what it is well that's is broken the elastic on this one i've done I, I never i always do two times and this is three
0: huh that's so that's freaky
1: i don't know what it is and i feel like it it, it feels like you know it takes shelter or like a come true kind of moment Like Mm. Talking with Michael Shannon, where like he feels something, there's something in the air, and it's like he doesn't know exactly what, but there's a storm coming and like (laughs) he sees it in the scrunchies. I don't know.
0: It's the apocalypse.
1: It's really weird. I've thought (laughs) a lot about this.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I've I've never actually now that now that you mention it, I've never actually had a scrunchy elastic break and I've had lots of different other types of elastic elastics, break, but I don't wear a whole lot of scrunchies only only when my hair gets long enough to which is not Your, often.
1: what you cut it. I wanted to ask about the hair. What, what was the development was the hair like was the hair short and blonde before this movie or did you because I've seen it different. I've never yeah. seen it like this before
0: yeah it's yeah it's kind of funny my hair my hair looks totally different uh with every character that i play um it's it's kind of it's kind of become a thing now but um yeah so i I first had it cut when i was i think maybe I was sixteen seventeen um around that age and i uh i was i got it cut for um a pilot that I was doing actually that I uh, was playing triplet boys. and this was uh this was charlie kaufman's pilot um for fx that didn't get picked up
1: oh my god
0: i know i want to know
1: everything oh my god
0: yeah i i have no idea how it didn't get picked up it was like wow his he's his mind is so brilliant and there were there were so many good actors in it but anyways that's beside the point so um i first got it cut i'm so excited
1: to watch his new film i've read the book and oh yeah uh, it's a great book. So I know what he, he's going to do something amazing with it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's going to be good. Um, yeah. So I, uh, sorry. What was I saying? Um, oh, your hair, <laughs> my hair. Yeah. Yeah. So I first got it cut then and I had it, I had it short for a couple of projects after that. And, um, then I started to grow it out cause um, you know industry pressure, <laughs> sure. and uh I just found that like the longer my hair got, the less I felt like I was seeing myself when I looked into the mirror. It was this very strange um thing i don 't know if it 's like some kind of uh some kind of gender dysphoria or or, or something that was happening um or if it 's just like I feel most confident when I have shorter hair because i just I feel like that 's more me. Um, who knows, it it could all be related. But I, yeah, so I, I kind of used this film when I booked it. When I booked it, I had, I had longer hair, it was kind of, it had grown out, like, almost down to my shoulders, kind of. Um, and so when I booked this, when I booked Come True, I suggested actually to Anthony like what if this character had shorter hair? What if what if she had like a like a pixie cut or or maybe like a little bit of an undercut? And Anthony was actually super on board with the idea and he was the one that suggested going blonde for it and I was like yeah totally. I, I love that. I love Sarah as like with this like short white blonde hair um, and it turned out to be a really cool look for the film and it it fits so well into the whole world that that anthony built That's um, yeah and i haven't i haven't grown it out since then i i love it short and i'm keeping it short and the sure. industry can just deal with it
1: <laughs> no it's 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 pretty you know it's, it becomes a really iconic image for the film I
0: think. yeah the yeah and and anthony's so so fantastic at that with creating that um that like the whole the whole palette for the film and the the imagery in it is so it's so impactful and um even even the imagery in the script was was really uh really really prominent so yeah
1: what was the character before you and how did you kind of i don't know shape it together
0: the the way that i read her and actually what drew me to her in the first place was that she was such she was such a an agent of her own her own story arc in in some ways like she she's such she's so active throughout the whole film and she's not she's not kind of a a victim of the experiences that she's having even though she's very much um, She's very much a, a victim in the film of, of these, like, these, the shadow creatures and the nightmares and all of that, um, and what's happening to her and she's victimized, but she's not, she doesn't, she doesn't just let experiences happen to her and that's kind of her whole thing, um, which is what you see, I think, a lot in these kinds of, in movies of, of this genre where, um,
1: like yeah. a lot of horror yeah. and
0: thriller stuff is like if especially if the protagonist is female, it's just like terrible, scary stuff happening to them and they're just dealing with it, right? Um, but I found Sarah to be so courageous and so active and um yeah, she 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 really created her own story and her own uh journey. In this film and and in the script and the way that Anthony wrote her like that I think that's that was like my key into her where I was like okay I can I can definitely get on board with this character and I I, um I think everything else just kind of was rooted in that that active quality that she had and um yeah it was a it was a really collaborative process too and and Anthony is very much um, the kind of director who lets actors really play with with it and um, he gave us he gave us so much creative space to to see what came up organically in the scenes and i really i really respect that about a director
1: how far, like did you how, from the time that you were like attached to the film to, to <laughs> shooting like how much prep what was the kind of development like were you rehearsing are Are you a like what's your what's your vibe in that sense do you rehearse do you just show up with the lines learned and find it on the day what's yeah how do you feel with that
0: I think it always depends on the on the director and who I'm working with and and the other actors as well um for this one we didn't have we didn't do rehearsals uh, besides like on the day um rehearsing and blocking but even so there wasn't there wasn't even very much of that. Um it was it was shot in a very unique way where there was there was a very very small crew and cast as well, but um I think there were at the most at any given time like eight people on set. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah, it was it was unlike any other film that I've that I've shot before, but That it, sounds
1: like pandemic shooting.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, but it worked it worked so well. And it was very, that was very deliberate on Anthony's part. Um, it wasn't just because it was low budget. I mean, that was obviously part of it, but like Anthony designed it very specifically that way to give us that, that creative space and to not spend too much time setting up the shots and, you know, um, going through all of that, like Having the the middleman in the communication between departments and all that there, none of that was necessary and it, it created a very um, a very organic place from, for uh, for everything to come from, especially with the characters and and the performances it was it was really um, it was a unique experience and it was uh, I, I enjoyed it a lot.
1: Yeah, because I mean you've been a pro for a, a decade now, I guess and i don't think you're making a lot of movies with eight people right
0: no no this was the first
1: <laughs> wow yeah so what was that how does that affect your preparation your flow yeah you're really um,
0: set yeah i found it i found it really freeing in a lot of ways i think just having just having the focus be so much on where we were um cuz a lot of it was a lot of it was just me and Landon playing opposite each other and right. we were given a lot of like space to just kind of find what came up for us in the scene and and we had we had the time to to play with things and yes yeah,
1: um, so people buys you time
0: yeah exactly and it was also it was also shorter days than I've ever had um we we shot for i think around three months i may be off a little bit but it was it was a while ago that we shot i i think it was around three months maybe a little bit less so it was a, it was a a long shoot in that way and we since we had so much time um
1: days cost less money so you got yeah more and, of them and you needed less out of them
0: yeah and it was it was so it was funny though because e- even though we had even though we had only 8 hour days i found myself at the end feeling like i had just done a 12 hour day because we got so much in that 8 hour day that it was i i probably did I probably did more acting in an 8 hour day on this set than i would do in a 12 hour day in like a, on a regular shoot
1: you're going somewhere you're emoting you know mm-hmm. like this entire film there's no coverage for you really like you're just you're you're feeling stuff you're expressing stuff in every scene
0: yeah yeah for sure and it's yeah this this movie is a big roller coaster for sarah (laughs) yeah yeah
1: wow that's cool to think about so yeah I'm, i'm just like that there's okay i mean that's that's nice yeah did you find like were you guys making a lot of adjustments on the day like thinking of something, you know, not necessarily improv, but just like, you know, finding it. And like, were there moments in the film that, you know, maybe were unscripted or you came prepared to do one thing and then you ended up finding another thing?
0: Yeah, actually there was, there was a quite a bit of experimentation. um, And Anthony was super open to that. And um, yeah, there were, there were actually a couple of times, um, He like, he, he was trying, he tried this thing where, um, actually there's, there's one scene that we used one of these takes in the film, but, um, there were a couple of times when we would try, we'd have a dialogue scene and it would be like a couple of pages of dialogue and, We would try doing the scene the same way so that everything everything happened in the scene that happens with the dialogue but just doing it without any talking Mm -hmm. and there was one there was one scene that we actually used that silent take and it it like when i when i saw it it like hit me probably way more than than it would have if there was the dialogue because everything just happens silently with looks and it's it's super powerful. And it so things like that, like that experimentation was that was that's so fun as an actor. And it's like that's the part that I love about what I do and seeing seeing what comes up in the moment and um those kind of impulses and and yeah, that's it was it was a really it was a really cool experience to get to play with that a lot more.
1: When you're approaching the lines, the Mm -hmm. blocking in this film, because this film kind of has a character, you're playing a character and and I don't want to give anything away to the audience, but I I think just saying this generally, you're playing a character who's going through States and you're not entirely sure at times what state or if it's a state, you know, it's it's a, it's a movie about someone Mm -hmm. dealing with dreams and, and sleeplessness and, it's it's you're you're finding you know it's a, you're finding yourself um yeah are you where do you put in your process the layers of that like do you give yourself do you try and isolate awareness of the the other states like do you try to play certain scenes like you know somnambulist and then play another scene where you're like you know in control I don't know how. how, how Mm. And then obviously, like, there's another thing in the end that I'm not going to talk about at all. But like, there's like (laughs) like another layer, you know that that the end reveals a lot of layers. But like, you know, there's Mm -hmm. there's yeah. What are you thinking about with the layering of your performance? Uh,
0: Well, first of all, I I appreciate you not talking about the end.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I'm not a moron. Of course, obviously, we got it. (laughs) it. Yeah.
0: Um. I yeah actually that was
1: experience it it's
0: cool yeah um that's a great question actually it's i love that you asked that because um yeah a lot of a lot of actually the the scene prep itself um apart from the character prep with the a lot of the um scene prep went into like uh figuring out figuring out the arc of it and and the kind of separate um chapters as we would call them of of sarah's journey through you know the the conscious and the subconscious and the different like sleep states and yeah so there was there was a little there was like some mapping of that um there's like
1: mapping of her awareness and there's mapping of her like sort of activated aspects of her physical body you know yeah yeah
0: exactly and that 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 kind of um physiological response uh yeah, there was there was a lot of that and um kind of going into the the Jungian archetypes and this kind of symbolism of that throughout the script. There was so there's all these kinds of different through lines. Um yeah, and it was it, it helped it helped a lot to have that mapped out uh before going into it. So then cuz it's it's not shot in order, right? And it's like at the beginning of each day kind of figuring out okay where are we in the script where are we in all these different journeys and um yeah but it's it's so it's so fun that way I I love when a script has all those multiple layers and it's just um one of the many things that Anthony did so well with this movie
1: I dig it yeah Mm I mean along along the same kind of lines the the meta or if there is one, or not, I, you know. I, I I don't. This is not a giveaway. This is more interpretive. But mm-hmm. uh, do you? I don't know. Do you approach things that way? You've. I, I I watched. There was a couple quotes I saw of you talking about story arcs and stuff like that. Looking for characters who, who you know. You, you mentioned the word story a lot, and and mm-hmm. a couple times now. Does story to you mean? the actions in the that, that your character's playing experiencing or do you take other worlds into your performance in a in a meta sense where you're applying perhaps you know an emotional arc beyond the the stuff that we already talked about where you know the the awareness arc the physiological arc the archetypes that she goes through like are, were you thinking about anything in your real life in your in the real world that this film is is reflexive of and was that going into were you bringing that to
0: set um you mean like um how it's how it's relevant to like my personal life or
1: sort of, like so okay like i'm making a film right now where mm-hmm. the arc of it is completely meta. Like the actual arc in the script is like the the plot doesn't really necessarily connect, but the, the the meta of it when it when when one realizes what the whole is sort of reflecting on, like, um it's it's talking about a problem that's a little more abstract than just the actions the, 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 that are presented literally. And when you apply the the metaphor of it, you realize, oh, it becomes, you know, an act one, act two, act three.
0: Right. Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. And when we're talking about sleep and, you know, people lying to you about your subconscious, you know, and, and withholding your keys to your soul, Mm-hmm. like where yeah where are you i don't know what where, where, where are your sort of touch points feeling wise on that how 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 far out do you go from what the character sees right in front of her
0: yeah i well i always i always kind of look for um the different levels of story um i think which is what you're referring to right which is like there's the action, there's the story that literally happens in the script, there's like characters do things and things happen and etc and then there's like there's different levels of kind of metaphorical story and symbolic story and emotional story and all those kinds of things um, which I think like all those levels are are important and also fun to think about as an actor like if i I
1: ask yeah like yeah yeah like i I love it
0: (laughs) yeah exactly yeah and it's i think it's um it that's the exciting that's the exciting stuff about about reading a script it's like even if even if there wasn't an intentional um multiple layers of of story even if it's just written as you know things happen there's always there's always the potential to find like different kinds of through lines and um, that's that's so fun <laughs> that's like that's the fun part of reading a script that's and i think that's that's why we read at all i think as as humans and we're always looking for those patterns and those those stories and and starting one place ending up at another place um, yeah I, I i call it uh, there's like a there's like a, a bridge narrative in a in every scene and every every story that that of what happens on the surface and then there's there's like a tunnel underneath of what's actually oh cool what's going on on the other the other layers um i like that yeah and you could call it like the tip of the iceberg and then the underneath of like there's all these metaphors right (laughs) it's it's all it all goes back to metaphors
1: (laughs) i'm writing that now now.
0: (laughs) yeah but it's um yeah and I also I I approach a script with with so many questions I think like that's that's also what's so fun about about being an actor and and reading scripts is there's always there's always questions and um so there's like asking asking what's what's happening literally and then there's like, what is this actually about, and what is it what does it mean? What does it mean that these things are happening, and what does it mean to me? What does it mean to the audience what are, th- what's, who are, what are they learning from this scene? Um,
1: Did you and Anthony talk a lot about
0: that uh, a little bit. we We talked about we talked about the symbolism a bit and and the kind of psychological mechanisms underneath it. Um, a lot of a lot about like the stages of of consciousness and sleep, um, different kind of levels of consciousness as as you're falling asleep and and going into the waking state and kind of um, yeah at, at the same time the different levels of awareness of those states as they're happening um, yeah there's there was just so much to play with with this script which is um, yeah what was so fun about it
1: how do you approach like what's your preference maybe and then and then how do you respond with like different directing styles like some directors come to you know come to the set and i i think like with every director has like a best friend on the set Mm -hmm. and like sometimes that's the dp sometimes that's the producer sometimes that's the screenwriter sometimes that's the actors like and you know some people direct with giving the actor a book or something like that. You know, some mm. people tell you mm-hmm. metaphors to think about. Some people will give you line readings. Some people mm-hmm. will, will do it with you and play the opposite, you know, and bring your energy somewhere and then say go. Like, there's all these different kind of, I don't know. How, what's like your preference maybe? And then like, how have you experienced mm-hmm. the others?
0: And just, I don't know if I've ever thought about what kind of director i like most um yeah i don't know well for i actually first i I wanted to i wanted to actually respond to something that you said about uh directors having a best friend on set yeah i don't know if i have ever maybe it's just that i i haven't noticed that but i i don't think i've ever i don't think i've ever noticed that directors have like a a best friend like I I as an actor what what I feel is that everybody has a different kind of connection in a different way on set yeah like I I always I always have a certain kind of relationship with the director um, in terms of like how they're how they're interacting with me and, and how they're communicating what okay. they're wanting from from the performance and and what's happening in the scene and all that and then i have a different type of relationship with the dop when it's not the same person because <laughs> in in the case of come true anthony was both but um
1: oh i didn't realize that i didn't yeah that. yeah he
0: was um yeah he does everything <laughs> literally yeah. cool. um but yeah, I I find I have a different kind oh, yeah, of yeah. He does all the VFX, yeah, yeah, yeah. He pretty much edited it just by himself, <laughs> which is incredible. But yeah, um, I I find I have a different kind of relationship with the with the DOP as well. That's like almost in a, in some ways it's it's deeper than the relationship with the director because we're like physically reacting off of each other and responding um in almost like an instinctual level when it when i i find like sometimes i i get into i can get into like a like a, a psychic zone with the dop in a way that doesn't quite happen with the director because the director is has has to have such a split focus because their right. their job is kind of every department right so yeah i find that there's like there's a certain special quality to the relationship. Between actor and DOP, in a way that's not—it's not necessarily um, more important or like better than than the relationship with the director, but it's just like a different type of connection. And I think I think that's probably the same way with the director, just because they have to they have to be communicating with so many different people and and so many different departments at the same time and paying attention to so many different things.
1: Yeah, I guess maybe like a better way to phrase it than the best friend metaphor would be just like I think that different filmmakers sort of come to the the film with a different aspect of it first. Like mm,
0: yeah. Sometimes totally. the
1: shot list is like where they do their art. You know, some mm, yeah. Working with the actors is where they really do their art. And then and then of course the rest of it is is part of it, but like I, I find that one comes first for most people.
0: Yeah, yeah, I definitely agree with that. It's like, there's like a main pillar of yeah. how, yeah. I And I, it's kind of like that with acting as well. Like I, there's always like a main, I call it like my key into the character. Mm-hmm. There's there's something like some characters it's, um it's like music or some characters it's, there's a physicality, thing or some sometimes it's like a, the the symbolism in the script it's there's always a different kind of key into the character and then everything everything sort of falls into place or gets built around that one pillar
1: That's so yeah
0: cool. i i definitely noticed that with the director as well
1: what did you think about for for come true
0: for sarah it was um it was i think like for the, for her story arc it was definitely a lot of the symbolism in the script and the the kind of levels of subconscious and, and mapping those out. Um, and for her, for the character part of it and her kind of expression, I think for me, it was a lot of thinking about that, that active quality that she had and that like the first thing that I, that I really, um, that kind of sparked that interest in me about her as a character. Um, Sorry, I just snapped my fingers, I don't know if that came through in the <laughs> audio, but um, yeah, that, that active quality and that physicality of being, she's kind of on her toes and very um, very in motion, very like going towards something always. And I think the rest of her physicality and her uh, the way she interacts with the world kind of got built around that.
1: I see it, yeah. I I I see how. And then, sort of the 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 last part is. It, it, her physicality sort of evolves and scales throughout the film, and mm-hmm. to a fever pitch toward toward the end with. Yeah. Physicality going from one. I'm not gonna say anything else, but just like <laughs> one extreme to another extreme.
0: Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. I forget what your original question. Oh, about the, what kind of directing I like.
1: Oh, sure. Oh, I guess from that. Well, I mean, you know, you touched on some aspects of it, but just kind of yeah. like how you adjust to different directors who develop sort of different, who who have different styles and stuff like that. And what, what are you, you know um, yeah. Just like, how, how does the director style um, I guess in the context of like, you know, I, I think, and maybe you haven't experienced this and, and that's awesome. So like, I find that some people speak camera really well, but they don't okay. talk to the actors really well. Or they talk mm. to the actor really well, but they don't, you know, the camera, the D, the DP just ends up being, like, the person who's responsible for the visual aspects. Mm. Or they really, really, like, they have a deep understanding of story, but, like, converting it to the visual aspect becomes more like each department's job, and hopefully it ties together. Um and yeah i just I, I i don't know i I always think about directors having kind of different um like like directors and actors i I, I feel that there's like a wide spectrum of how close they're going to be, depending on the the you know the the director and the actor and the film and the the style. I don't know. And I was just, I guess, wondering, like, you know, you do a lot of films and, and also, you know, yeah, just if you've experienced like directors who are really, really character and performance focused versus some who are just kind of like letting you do your thing and how that affects what you're doing.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, I definitely do notice that. Yeah, you're right. Different, different directors have different um, focuses and different, like, strengths that they, that they lean into, um, and I think I just, I just try to be very adaptable as an actor, like, I, I come into it with my own preparation and, and my own way of approaching it, I think, and however, however the director interacts with, with their, their team, um, I think it's all it's all a team effort, anyways. And I, I i haven't really haven't really worked with a director that I felt that I didn't um, click with or that I didn't understand what they were trying to get across. Um, definitely, fun. like different communication styles and different different levels of like knowing, have, like having a specific view of what they want versus kind of just letting the actors do their thing. Um, yeah. And I, I actually, I don't mind it when, when directors don't really um, like, quote unquote, speak actor. <laughs> like, I, I don't, I don't mind.
1: I'm like making up words, obviously, but like, yeah. Because there's no right? way to articulate that. Yeah. Like, it's sort of like, it's almost taboo to say it. That like, there's mm-hmm. some directors that care more about, a, you know, about different members of their crew, like, cause it's supposed to be like, oh yeah, everything is like, you know, all connected and all of that. But I just, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't really, I know personally, like I, I, I direct and I know, I, I start with camera. I know that, mm-hmm. you know, I, I you know, the story happens on my own in mm-hmm. my room when I'm writing. Mm-hmm. And then I go into camera and the most, like basically I build the entire film Like, without thinking about anyone else but camera. Right, yeah. And then, like, I've built the film that I'm casting right now. Like, Mm -hmm. I've already done, like, everything to be done. Like, I know what lens filters I want to use. And, like, I haven't talked to one actor yet. (laughs) <laughs> and that's not to say i like neglect the performances it's just i right, yeah. like, put a very different process into the performances the actors become like just my people mm-hmm. like 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 my the film that i'm shooting on monday another film and like i just like it's like my ex-girlfriend's in it and like i give her very little direction and like yeah. I, I basically just like make her, I know, what, I know what to do to make her comfortable. I pretty much like all the things I've shot in the last couple of years have been with people I know really well. And mm-hmm. I just tell them things in their life. And that's it. I just say, do that thing that you, you know, from that thing.
0: Yeah. That I know
1: <laughs> and I like try to kind of get it. I just, I just I just sculpt, I rewrite the script for the actor. And then like, mm-hmm. I consider that kind of like, almost not, not the end, but like, that's like 90%. Yeah. And then when we get there, like, I don't want to be really, like, fucking with them too much.
0: Mm-hmm. I want
1: to be just, like, letting them live in it and making it comfortable for them.
0: Yeah, for sure. And I, th- I think that I think that also speaks a lot to your, like, having trust in your actors. Um, yeah, I just trust my
1: actors to be themselves. Yeah. My camera is totally different. I'm, like, <laughs> with my
0: camera. Never trust a DOP. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's not even... Like, I'm kidding. I implicitly, I love them so much, but I yep. give them, like... It's like I also want to kill them. Because, <laughs> like, yeah, like, my actors are just, like, so golden, even when, they, when they're not giving me what I want, because I feel like it's... Um, they're just so wonderful, like, and they're just who they are. And if they don't happen to fit precisely into this projection that I have it's like, that's my bad because they're so wonderful. And then mm-hmm. like my DP, I want like exactly this specific thing. Right. And like, it's, it is, I mean, it is like total apocalypse. Mm-hmm. But, like, mm-hmm. if, like my Steadicam stutters, like stutter steps in a one I like want to reshoot the whole movie, right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: so funny. I flip out. Like I almost literally like like I have a movie premiering. Or okay, I was about to like. I'm not supposed to say like what festival because it hasn't been announced yet. But like, mm-hmm. and, and there's a stutter step on a one-er. and I like I want it. I want to <laughs> die. I like don't want to. I, I want to die. But, you're probably
0: uh, the also actors, the only person that notices that.
1: I, I, I don't know. I can't, I couldn't tell you because to <laughs> me, it's like if anyone watches it and doesn't know that the Steadicam stuttered, like did a stutter step, like they're crazy and they don't know anything. That's how I <laughs> I'm like, if you don't notice this, like you are like, you know, because I feel like <laughs> so that. funny. But the actors, there's all these things that I had to cut around and stuff. Yeah. Like they, they just like didn't, you know, one actor got everything and the other actor just like got like, honestly, probably like half the beats and, mm-hmm. and and it's just like I never had any emotions about it yeah but the stutter mm-hmm. step on the steadicam or oh my god <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah
0: that's so interesting yeah I, I don't know if I um I don't know if I really have a preference when it comes to directing styles I think I think I'm I'm equally as comfortable with like just arriving on set and knowing that I have, I have my prep work and being able to kind of just not take it personally when I don't get direction. Because mm-hmm. um, you know, like as as an actor, it's so easy to just take everything personally, like whether you get direction or you I don't mean, get direction. Like what? It's the job. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. And so I've I feel like I've I've had I've had enough practice with like different types of directing that I I, I can now. Kind of detach from the directing style meaning anything about me as an actor um, and I know that oh, if, yeah, I've, sure. if I've done my work and I, and I arrive and I'm on, you know, I'm connecting with my scene partner and I'm responding to what's going on around me and everything else then um, I don't really, I'm not attached to getting any specific type of direction or, or even getting direction at all. Um, I think it's really fun when there's a a kind of collaboration between the director and the actor. But I, I also, I also think it's, um, it's, it's a great process to just kind of be there with, with the scene partner and see what, what comes up and try it different kinds of ways.
1: More than anything, it's like you're doing, you're having an experience with another person, you know?
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: What I think that gets, uh, lost sometimes when people just watched the final movie like versus what you know what julia did like you you had a day where you interacted with these other people and
0: mm-hmm. you know yeah and i think also like if oftentimes the director can be like an anchor for for the actor but i think sometimes sometimes it's somebody else like sometimes sometimes like the anchor will be the, the DOP. Like if there's, if there's that kind of psychic connection that I was talking about, or, or maybe it's, you know, maybe it is like a scene partner. If it's, if it's a, if it, the, if the film is like a two-hander and there's, it's mostly, you know, I, I did, I did a, yeah, you're a Evan film.
1: one, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I did a film with Evan Rachel Wood and it was mostly the two of us. And we, we really like, we were kind of each other's anchors for that one. And, and it was, um, I mean also the, uh, the directors before, and the, and the but... DOP on that were so, so good, but yeah, so it, it the, just different types of connections on set. And I think if, if the director doesn't interact so much with the actors, there's always, there's always some other, some other person who can be an anchor and, um, Yeah, kind of that that responsive, dynamic relationship.
1: It's nice. It makes it a collaborative effort.
0: Yeah, Yeah, for sure.
1: I wanted to, so we we just have a couple minutes and I wanted to ask you, I've I've like so much more I wanted to ask you, but Mm -hmm. um, the VFX, the like the dream sequences, Mm -hmm. did you know what they looked like ahead of time or did you just see them at the end or what? And how did it, did it affect your performance at all?
0: Uh, I had no idea what they were gonna look like. Um, I had I had some sort of I had some They're sort of awesome. idea.
1: They're really yeah.
0: Great. Yeah, I know. Yeah, Anthony did such a good job with those. They're, I was like,
1: I was I was thinking when when I watched because I watched Cold and I I didn't like read anything before and I was mm-hmm. like, this is like a, a VFX budget. Like this is pretty mm-hmm. wild. Like this, yeah.
0: Yeah. No. Yeah. And Anthony completely he he outdid himself for sure he's like i'm so impressed um yeah i i had no idea what they would look like i i had a i had a bit of I had a bit of a, a picture in my imagination just because from the descriptions in the script um yep. it was it was fairly descriptive of what it was going to be but i think yeah there's no there's no way of really um capturing that in a script or or even knowing what the final product is going to look like Um, because I I think with with any script like you have an idea and you write it down and then it turns out to be you know something like that but not quite Mm -hmm. Um, so I yeah I I had an idea in my in my mind and also I was using some uh, some imagery just from like symbolism and and archetypes and stuff like that. So um, yeah, there was, there's, there's this great, there's this great film, a documentary on sleep paralysis called The Nightmare. Do you know of that?
1: Yeah, uh, the one, yeah, I I know it.
0: Yeah, so that I watched that film (laughs) leading up to shooting come true and it freaked me out so much. And there's Never. some
1: well, I wanted to ask you, like this like have you experienced any of that?
0: I haven't. I haven't, and I'm so terrified of it now. <laughs> like it's I watched crazy. I watched the nightmare and I was like, oh my gosh. I I I knew about sleep paralysis before and I had known about it. I, I study psychology and so I I have a fair bit of knowledge about like this psychological um disorders and you know sleep disorders and stuff and but I I hadn't really seen it in that way before and after watching that movie I just became even more like freaked out about like what if what if it's tonight what if it's because I watched this movie and now I'm thinking about it and now it's gonna happen
1: but has the film affected like has the experience affected your sleep at all but for better or worse
0: no actually. Anthony,
1: that's
0: cool. Um although okay, actually uh there were there were maybe 2 or 3 weeks during filming we were we were doing night shoots. Mm-hmm. Uh my sleep was definitely affected during that, but not not because of the subject matter.
1: Well, I could keep talking about this for a while. Cause I had like a whole slew of questions that like the whole sleep thing we could talk about mm-hmm. for so long and I have like angles, but you have like a shitload of these I'm sure also. And you're tired. <laughs> yeah. Of it there
0: there are a few. Yeah.
1: yeah. Um, but uh, you know, congrats on the film. Uh, I think Thank it's great. So I think particularly your performance, uh, you know, the, yeah it's gonna you're gonna be like the the anchor of this campaign and um fantasia festival is awesome i've been really i'm 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 getting on like another one i've been i'm doing like so many of these today because i really love the lineup um and there's lots of cool filmmakers like uh it's a great festival and and you know
0: yeah
1: bravo yeah
0: i love it a lot
1: yeah Mm. uh well I look forward to your next film and I congratulations again and good luck with the premiere. Um, Thank you. I'll I'll post this right away so that so that people can, can listen before they watch on Sunday, right? Is that Yeah. Sunday.
0: Yeah, Thursday? it's on the yeah. it's on the thirtieth. I I'm I'm like ninety nine percent sure it's on the thirtieth.
1: True it's part <laughs> I have double of double check festival and I recommend you watch it like I so Julia says don't, I say go for it. Watch it like <laughs> right like when you're half awake and like
0: oh my gosh
1: and just go there
0: if but, you it, anybody who does that is a much braver person than I am
1: <laughs> yeah if you're unstable at all don't do that but yeah no
0: out there, <laughs> yeah don't don't, don't 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 do what I did and, and watch watch a movie about sleep paralysis like right, at night, night as yeah. you're about to go to sleep <laughs> and you know stay up because you're afraid <laughs>
1: All right, well, Julia, pleasure talking and, uh, and congrats again on the film. Have a great weekend.
0: Yeah, you too. Thanks so much for this interview. You, you ask an incredible questions. So. Oh,
1: that's wow. Well, I appreciate that. And um, I appreciate all your answers. They're wonderful answers. Insightful. <laughs> I learn a
0: lot. Great.
1: <laughs> all right. Have okay, a great Bye. Thanks. Bye.